Hey everyone. So it is 8:37 in the morning and while we're recording this episode, Tony Dante have hey. joined me again because uh, this is the only time they were free. So I'm tired and they're excited because it's been a big week. It's been a big week for Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. We're talking Star Wars, part duh. We talked a bunch of random stuff last time because it's fun that way. So we're going to talk a little more random stuff today. A little less random stuff today, actually. Um, this early, early morning. You're laying it on a bit thick there, huh? I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. That's what coffee's for. I know. I know. But... Uh, everyone, actually, before we started this podcast, what did we do, guys? Talk. Well, yeah, we always do that. <laughs> what? We, what, what did we do? Watch the trailer. Exactly. We literally <laughs> just did Episode it. Episode nine. I'm not giving you anything. I'm going to make this as hard as possible after that little praise blame you gave me. <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> Hashtag humble brag. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. But anyway, so yeah, we got we watched the trailer for the last. Uh, no, the what is it? What's it called? Oh my Episode god! The Rise of Skywalker. Thank you. I'm so my brain. I, I'm, I'm gonna drink more coffee right now. Uh, That's gonna be great for the audio listeners. You don't know. <laughs> anyway, so. Yeah, The Rise of Skywalker. I'm excited. You're excited. Discuss. What do you guys think of the what do you guys think of the trailer first off to start off? So, that opening sequence with the tie interceptor and Ray, I thought the entire teaser was done right after that and I was happy. I was I was at celebration watching this with a bunch of other people watching it for the first time and we were crying and was amazing and I thought it's over it's that's so amazing and then there was more <laughs> it, was, it was so great so it's it's funny when it comes to those kind of a, kinds of situations because a lot of people wonder like why would you cry over like a movie franchise why would you not um why people always wonder why we take this stuff so seriously and why we love it so much so, what what is it for you guys that makes you react in such a way that you will burst into tears? So, there were a couple of things leading up to it. Uh, I was at Celebration, and I tried to stay up all night and sneak into a standby line, Been there. which Reed Pop totally messed up those lines there were they they said no one there was not going to be any standby lines but my friend snuck into the panel the next day the live panel in the arena so i got into the show floor space you know i was like the first one in there but i was in line at like six in the morning so i I was really tired and i've been waiting and vulnerable week so that, that was one. That was one part of it. But Very emotional state to begin with. Exactly. Like the the emotions came you out. Just right. punch hey, the guy in line behind you, and <laughs> it's okay for men to show emotions. Thank you. No toxic masculinity here. But at the same time, it's like 
these are things we love. I mean, I traveled all the way to Chicago from Orlando for something I loved. And you guys know, you guys love Star Wars too. And it's, uh, you know. I'm wearing my pendant right now. Tony has his shirt. I'm wearing no Star Wars. Oh, I know. Dante wore his Captain Solo jacket into into my house. Chewbacca reversible, yeah. So we are totally... uh, Star Wars doubt. Yeah. <clears throat> as as it is, Good. what you were saying, but we love it, man. This is an important part to, of our lives. This isn't just like a passing fancy. Mm-hmm. So to see it, to see the next segment was a special thing. I mean, you you should have been there in the crowd. I mean, th- everyone was cheering and everything, but I was literally holding hands with a stranger, and we were both crying. We were crying in each other's arms. <laughs> There's someone I just met there. Mm-hmm. So it it and that was like par for the course there everyone yeah. was happy and tears of joy it was wonderful and I, I i still remember the first time i watched star wars was the the high definition the cgi remakes that they'd had oh 97 uh, yeah yeah um special editions the special editions okay. man we used to have the special edition trilogy in oh, the yeah. the VHS? on vhs <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, with wow. vader on the front and they got the they had the little like closing, yeah. It had like simple yeah. graphic design. Yeah. Did you have the gold or the silver? Oh, the gold one, man. Hey. The gold widescreen edition. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. I had the gold, the silver, and the black one with the sim- simple graphic design. Hashtag humble brag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's um, it was great. Uh, I I remember I went to theaters to go see the the CGI remake of Empire Strikes Back, and I was just like. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. So, I think every time I watch Star Wars now, I just kind of throw back to the seven-year-old kid that just loved space stuff. Yes. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned that, because the first time I saw Star Wars was on the original VHSs Mm -hmm. at like five or six years old. And I explicitly remember my dad didn't have enough money to go out and buy the trilogy. So we had to borrow them from friends. And the friends that we knew that actually owned it lived about an hour away. Wow. And oh I got gosh. to hang out with uh, this one uh, kid who I was really good friends with maybe like once a month. Mm. Um, and I just remember it wasn't about getting Star Wars from this kid because we he had a ton of Star Wars toys. I had a ton of Star Wars toys. And we would just mash them together and, and make these giant battles and then at the end of every day, I'd get to, to borrow one of his VHSs. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like five or six years old and not truly understanding what I was watching. All I really wanted to see was the, the different starships. <laughs> starships and lightsabers. That was it. Shit. Ships. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I do remember sitting there with my dad, and this trailer brought back this feeling. I have to say, this trailer... Didn't impress me at first, but the more I watch it, the more feels I get. Mm. Um, especially seeing Lando there, but knowing oh my gosh, that, <laughs> knowing that this is the culmination of that six-year-old kid sitting with his dad watching a movie that I didn't quite fully understand, but that I loved for some strange reason. I, I couldn't tell you what the movie was about, but I loved what I was seeing on the screen, mm-hmm. and knowing that. From that moment to this moment, which has basically been the last 24 years of my life, Mm -hmm. 
is about to come to a hopefully satisfying conclusion mm-hmm. to this tale that I've I've enjoyed all this time. I think a lot of my emotion from this trailer comes from the fact that that six-year-old kid gets to come back one last time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Star Wars after this changes. Star Wars after this is no longer going to be what we perceive. It, it will probably be a lot more of what the ancillary stuff was after the prequel trilogy came out. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it, it's ever going to return to... Um, what the original trilogy brought out in a lot of us, because that was a very specific kind of story and specific look. And I would imagine Star Wars is going to be very familiar moving forward, but it's not going to be the same. Yeah. I, uh, I still remember, as you said, you don't necessarily remember what the movie was when you were a kid, but you just remember you loved it, right? I hated the droids in the desert. Now my favorite part. (laughs) Uh, when I was when I was a kid, I used to play with Legos a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, I found out how you can make X wings with just like the four, yeah, the four bricks. <laughs> um, because you were talking about playing with toys, I used to just literally sit in the tub until the water got cold, playing Star Wars with my Legos. Nice, and wow! Just, like <clears throat> creating giant like. Space X Wing, Y Wing, TIE Fighter battles. It's just like one against the other. Just. <laughs> I mean, intensify forward firepower! <laughs> you know, all that stuff. And I, I just remember, like, what for something like that to have such an effect on kids that don't necessarily even understand what they're watching. But all they remember is how it makes them feel. Like, because that's that's the power of nostalgia, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. It remember it helps you remember what you felt. That it's the reason why I despise the concept of the new Thundercats Ho remake. The With, cartoon? Yeah the 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 chibi one. Yeah the the the, one? the very Teen Titans Go ish. Oh okay, because the. It. All right, the one that came out before that was actually pretty good. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, Cartoon Network. You they, can't see me, but you canceled it. They did a really good job. They did it. It had Will Friedle. Yeah, and the original Lionel was his dad. And they did. Uh, they did a uh, Masters of the Universe remake as well, didn't they? And they I, did a He Man that was amazing. And I bet Cartoon Network canceled that too, because if it isn't a, if it doesn't have a fifteen minute runtime and isn't filled with stupid fart jokes, they don't want it. <laughs> Cartoon Network. I can't argue with that. Yeah. So that's the anyway. Rant over off my soapbox. Yeah, Star Wars. Hey, back to what you were talking about. How it's going to be different after after the episodes. You know that was something I accepted. And what when 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 the, when was Lucasfilm bought out in twenty twelve? Yeah, yeah. So going forward from there, I knew that it was always going to be different. You know, um, and in my brain, I just had to 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 rationalize. So. So this is good because Star Wars will go on. Absolutely. As yeah. long as there's a Disney. Yep. But of course there's a downside to it. A possible downside. It's going to be movie by committee rather than movie by creator. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, maybe not totally that, but something like that. And that's just mm-hmm. something I think we have to accept going forward that 
Well, it's going to be part of the process. I think a lot of movies have started to go that way, where they're movies by committee, not necessarily by creator <clears> anymore. <throat> like the the original creator has a ton of input, but you know, a lot of these companies have a lot of shareholders they need to yeah. please and st- stuff like that. Yeah, but like, the original trilogy that was that was all Lucas. Man. I know it was. That's why we loved it so much, and why we still well, love was- the maker. I think it was mostly Lucas, because the more that I read about that trilogy, the more I'm starting to see that Lucas wanted to control everything. Mm-hmm. But I think the reason that Empire stands out so much is because... Um, um, there was a, a, the, the other director? The yeah. The director? Irving Kirshner? Irving Kirshner. I wanted I like wanted Kaz to say Kirshen Irver, like, like, and I knew that was wrong. Would you, would you say it like <laughs> helped keep... Some of George from, George's tendencies. From what I understand and what I've read is that he very much was like, hey, you hired me to direct this movie. Let me direct this movie. Mm-hmm. And Lucas kind of molded the story a bit and knew where the story was going and proceeded to explain how the story was going to move forward. Mm-hmm. But a lot of how that movie turned out, a lot of the character development, a lot of the character interaction, which is the reason he was hired. He mm-hmm. did hire a writer, too. Didn't he hire yeah, a writer? Yeah, yeah, That's the first time that we saw... Was that Kazdan? Yeah. But wasn't there another writer? There was another writer. She was like a Yeah, and she she writer. died, like, right... Uh, yeah, so she did the first draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So he, like, kind of just... Uh, let responsibility off of himself and put it on everybody else. But at the same time was like, now we're going to do it my way still. <laughs> um, and I think a lot of that shows in return of the Jedi when he came back into he, control, he took control and the, the director of that movie was very much just a puppet. <laughs> and that poor guy, like much like most of that movie. Something. I still love it. I still love return of the Jedi. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's my fa- return of the Jedi is my favorite star Wars movie. Yeah. And people look at me like I'm crazy. No, nah, man. And that's that's a, perfectly understandable. I'm like that's a common thing. Ships. Yeah. Crazy ships. That space. It's the introduction battle? of the A-Wing. Yeah. There it is. That's, spa- that's and space. And the B-Wing. A bunch of starfighters in between capital ships just zooming around. It's so much fun. What good are snub fighters going to be against that? Anyway. <laughs> Star Destroyer. Uh, but, so we talked about uh, a little bit about Star Wars Celebration. Dante. Yes. Would you care to go a little bit more into detail as to what you experienced while you were there? Can we talk about that trailer just a little bit more? Yeah, sure. What speculate? else you like? Let's speculate a little bit. Oh, yeah. I really wanted to speculate. Thank you for reading my mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Speculation time. All right, so there's a few things that I've seen in this trailer. Wait, one one, one second. Welcome to the speculation zone. He's he's doing dance fingers for everybody who can't see. Jazz hands. Jazz hands. Spirit fingers. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was thinking. (laughs) Dance fingers. Um, So we have a few things to, to really look at. Mm-hmm. And the internet has caught on mostly to this, but I don't see anybody remarking on one thing that stuck out to me from the very first time I saw this trailer. Mm-hmm. That scene where uh, Ben kind of clotheslines that one dude, sticking mm-hmm. like one of the little cross guards into his chest. and just, Like a G. Yeah. Like a G. He just <laughs> chokeslams him into the ground. Uh, the dude By that God, he chokeslams. Choke and then a, there's another one in the background. Is that a Knight of Ren? No. So... If you go back to the Force back in uh, Force Awakens, there's that scene where that guy gets like just impaled through the chest by Kylo Ren's lightsaber, mm-hmm. and he's got like the staff thing, and it's raining, 
Yeah. And he just screams out and then he falls over and then it shows Kylo with the Knights of Ren behind him. Mm-hmm. That helmet that the guy that's getting chokeslam is wearing looks exactly like the same helmet that this dude that gets impaled through the chest is wearing. Wow. So it's not a Knights of Ren correlation so much as Ben Solo's, like, just killing nature, I want to say. There's some kind of connection there. I don't know if I'm just reading into it too much. Flashbacks to the same event? Well, I think that the flashback may have been a future prediction. Um, I don't think that she was looking into the past completely with with that force back. I think some of that was stuff to come. Interesting. Yeah. So we'll see where that goes. Although I did question... So I'm also I'm also big on practicality every now and again, right? Yeah. Uh, and at the beginning of the the trailer, like I love the trailer. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong, I'm excited. The whole Ray like trying to take on a a tie interceptor with a lightsaber, and she's like, "I'm gonna run with it for a little bit and then flip backwards." I was like, "Or you could just you know." Just go jump over on. it like people on YouTube jumping over cars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's just gonna do like backflip and stuff like that. I was like, don't get me wrong, it looks awesome. It, it looks does. legit. But you could have just like if you had your lightsaber, just done one of the, like the old Luke against the 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 speeder bike. Yeah, and just cut off the front. I don't know, man. I think. Uh... There's definitely a style of her substance in that scene for me because her lighting that lightsaber and then running with it. You've got like a hot energy blade in front of you and your arms are waving around like madness when you're sprinting. (laughs) Why would you do that? In the prequels, you often see the Jedi ignite and then like disengage their lightsabers momentarily. Like Mm -hmm. there's this scene where Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan just jump down from a bridge and take out 20 battle droids. And it's this simple like ignite. All right, put it away. And they're done. Yeah. And then they go to move. And it happens constantly throughout the prequels. And it shows a lot of proficiency with that, with a lightsaber. That, like, after that moment, people are just running around with these things. They're flailing with them. And they're falling over, almost cutting their own head off and stuff. Mm-hmm. And part, part of me is kind of like, this is just children holding pocket knives, isn't it? Well, I mean, this <laughs> look good, though. It looked cool. Doing it. it looked really cool, it but there's awesome. a part of me that's kind of like, Do you guys notice that the TIE Interceptor wasn't exactly a TIE in- It's not the same one. From the original trilogy? From the last movie. The Silencer? The Silencer, yeah. Yeah, it looks like a cross between the two because it definitely has the the outside foils of oh, the yeah. Silencer. But the interior, like, TIE Fighter ball. Yeah, it's got that little ball in the front as opposed to I like it better. Kylo Ren's kind of trapezoid looking thing. I like and it better. And ships. Yeah. <laughs> it always goes back to ships yeah. for us. Speaking of ships, there's a... At first, the first time I saw it, I thought it was an A-Wing, but there's this ship flying towards something oh, in the, the cloudy city yeah, with the dark, with, in the A-Wing, dark. But I haven't taken a good look. So, yeah, it looks like the ship that dropped off Rey look, don't, in, don't on to- Jakku. Don't toy with me. And let it be like the the new version of the A wing. No, 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 if, definitely not. If it you is, see, you do see the A wing though. It's like burning as it flies right past a star destroyer. You know the the, the <laughs> ship that dropped Ray off on Jakku. They showed that in Resistance, and I think that is. I, I could be mistaken, but I think it's the same kind of ship. It's a it's a shuttle type ship. I would yeah that would that would make sense to me. And uh, let's so. And of course, everyone's talking about old Palpy. Yep, 
The uh, the old crusty looking. It's definitely him. Wrinkly dude. It's definitely him. Is his has returned. So in uh, high school, we had a name for him that I'm not sure I can repeat <laughs> on mic. Sheev wasn't Sheev. No, it, it very much had to do with the anatomy of the human body oh, and what his no. face looked like. I know, I know exactly where you're going. We're just gonna gloss right over that. Yeah, okay, I, this is a family show. I'm glad it's going over my head. Yeah. Okay. So, is it Palpatine in the flesh, or, or ooh, Force Ghost Palpatine? Oh yeah, or yeah, he could be a clone in the flesh, or uh, Holocron, Sith Holocron could be. Uh, but I think it is actually we. It's the Sith version of. Uh, a Force Ghost? Yes. Which they actually showed in the Clone Wars, in the like the last episode of the Clone Wars. Mm. Um with Wait, Darth what? Bane. Darth Bane? But that was a vision, wasn't it? Um oh, it Bane. it was Darth Bane, a physical form of Darth Bane talking to Yoda. And it was like it was kind of like a Force Ghost, except he was on fire. And like with a lot of detritus flowing around him. So maybe that's the Sith version. Yeah. I think it's been pretty consistent that Sith do not get Force Ghosts. Well, not the blue force ghosts, but there are like, there is something, maybe if not equivalent, there's Sith haunting. So the closest that I've seen in canon right now, because um, I think George Lucas maintained this, and this is why we didn't get an appearance of Revan in the Clone Wars, because Revan and Bane were supposed to show up in Clone Wars. And, Re- and Bane on, did. Well, on the um, Mortis uh, during the Mortis trilogy, the really? son was supposed to go and talk to Revan and Bane. Whoa. Oh, but wow. they cut that because they are like, no, Sith, don't get Force Ghosts. There wouldn't be a way for him to talk to them. Canon, however, has introduced this idea of Sith kind of fractured. It's almost like a Horcrux. They impart part of themselves yeah, onto like an object. Kind of yeah. Uh, Vader recently in the comics had to deal with a, uh, I think his name was Morden or something like that, but a Sith who had imparted himself on his helmet. Oh. Um, so every time somebody put on the helmet, he was able to inhabit their body. And there's this great scene where they're trying to build something and they keep getting it wrong. And every time Vader gets frustrated, he just cuts down the guy wearing the helmet and then they put the <laughs> helmet on somebody else. And he's like, that's very productive. <laughs> just keeps cutting down the dude and then he comes back. You know, was that it? sounds like that sounds like Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> was that a Sith helmet? What was it? It was. <clears throat> so uh speaking of speaking of uh non canon Sith. <laughs> Because it's not going to happen because Ben Solo is Kylo Ren. But one of my favorite uh, Jason Solo legends was, yeah, Darth Cadis. We could still get it. Yeah. It could be. Like. We don't know how this movie ends. It's true. It's true. What if What if he does become, like, essentially Darth Cadis, who is great. I love it. I love it as a character. Because or what if Ben's got kids? Ben's got mm. kids. Or gets kids eventually. <clears throat> That's a horrible thought that Ben Solo, Kylo Ren, is like a 30-year-old virgin. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's just kind yeah, of and I, I did not think of that until I didn't, just I didn't, now. I didn't, I didn't because it's kind of like got... Is that really, though? I don't know. There's nothing I wrong mean, with that. Yeah, the sir. man's a committed man to his job. <laughs> He's a very independent man. <laughs> Strong, independent man that don't need no woman. <laughs> It's, don't need no woman to conquer the yeah. galaxy. We're not gonna. We're Although, not gonna. We're not gonna shame anybody here for, for knowing what they want. <laughs> yeah, Ray does seem to be throwing a wrench into all his plans, though. 
Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, he's probably just distracted by a woman for the first time in his entire life. That's yeah. probably yeah, how it I is. I think that might be it. I'm like a, a, a 50% Raylo fan. I, I don't <laughs> adhere to all of it, but it does. it's a very interesting concept. So yeah. after after this, uh, we need, I, I'm sure you probably already saw it, but it's the uh, A Star is Born Kylo parody. Did oh, I have that? not. Oh my gosh. They created a new version of Shallow. It's hysterical. Wow. And it's actually really original, good. We'll so. have to watch that. It's actually really good. But we'll, we'll see. We'll watch it after, after the... So what does the rise of Skywalker mean? The internet has speculated on this constantly, constantly. since this trailer has dropped. I, I just... I just think that because of that, like... I think that Rey is officially a Skywalker in this case. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my pre-TLJ theory, I'm going to talk about two theories. One that's kind of crazy and one that's standard. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more practical. But the first one that I've had since the TLJ was, or the last Jedi was, or before the last Jedi, was that Ray, Ray is a clone or is a product of the genetic material of Anakin. So she's like X-23. I would totally be okay with that. I mean, it's not like the Empire didn't have the technology, right? And that would explain her parentage because whoever adopted her, raised her, were probably Imperial or First Order cronies, and they were like, ah, let's get drunk. <laughs> and and just abandoned her, right? Or 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 they could have been so so if we're following that that train of thought, you know, uh, after the rise of, of the Empire, they had access to Camino. You know, they essentially had, um, until I think they, what, destroyed the cloning facilities, didn't they? Mm. Camino? I don't remember what They happened. beat them back in yeah. uh, Clone Wars, so yeah. they didn't destroy all of it. Okay. Um, but they still had access, they still had knowledge of, like, the cloning technology, right? So, it's completely possible that, you know, they created Rey as a clone of Anakin to essentially, like, lead the First Order. So, right. I somewhat adhere to the cloning idea, but I think it would it made more sense to me that it was from Luke's hand from Bespin. Mm. Um, and there was a lot of art revolving around Luke's hand in the Force Awakens arc book. Mm. Uh, like, you, you saw some Imperial Guards escorting the hand in a little jar. And really? Yeah, some really cool stuff. Um, That'd be really cool. I think... I don't... Uh, so, the internet right now... And when I say the internet, that's all of you, every single last one of you. I don't care if you disagree, you're still lumped into this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm creating some enemies today. Um, (laughs) The internet, in all of its wisdom, seems to be consistent on the idea that the rise of Skywalker means that there's going to be a whole new uh, force religion. Like, we're going to have Sith, Jedi, and Skywalker. Um, That'd be weird. It, it is a little weird to me because Star Wars is so family oriented. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like the rating. I mean, the, the story itself is, has to do a lot with family. It would, it's kind of weird to me to have, and I can see the progression of the idea that where it becomes like this, this giant community of people with the, that call themselves Skywalkers. But I very much wanted to know what happened with that lineage and I think a lot of people since uh, The Last Jedi have kind of 
latched onto this idea where anyone can be a force user. And I, I agree. I think that that totally should be it. Um, but there's, there's this sense of, you go back to the prequels and they make Darth Vader into a chosen prophesied child, Mm -hmm. right? Who then has children and then these children affect the world. And if you're a fan of Arthurian legend or Game of Thrones or uh, Harry Potter or anything that's got a lot of legacy in it, mm-hmm. you're very much invested in the story of the children of the heroes. Um, if what, those, if they're, if they turn out to be good characters, yeah, it's it's why it's why people do love slash hate Kylo Ren so much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy is essentially the last or the next stage to the Skywalker lineage Mm -hmm. that we know of. And it's, it's rough for me to, I think it's because if that's the case, then Kylo Ren is negated as a, uh, successor to the Skywalker name, which means there's no reason for him to live. And if Disney kills off Kylo Ren and doesn't redeem him, I'm going to be very upset. (laughs) Man, you know, so many people at Celebration that I talk to about Kylo Ren's redemption, they're like, no, not possible. No. I think people are holding on too tight, man. I think people took Solo's death way too seriously. Yeah. Actually, I, 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 I hate myself for saying that. Yeah, Solo yeah. I was, was like, I was like, come on, man. Like, it's, it's Han Solo. But we've forgiven people for worse in Star Wars. We really have. I could forgive. Han Solo. I, I could see Kylo being redeemed. Han Solo is a rogue with a very high charisma. It's because we all were very personal with Han Solo that we're like, Ben must die. But yeah, I don't know. Okay, so my other more practical theory is mm-hmm. that the uh, Rise of Skywalker, they're all on a quest, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe they're just trying to find Luke's family. Maybe he had a maybe, family. Maybe he Luke did have like a secret family mm-hmm. that he ran away from. Hey, it looks like we see Lando's daughter. I don't know if that's who the new girl is. All oh, I yeah. know, all I know is when I saw Lando, I got really excited. And he's wearing the yellow. She's wearing the yellow. And he had a. And he Not had a fan of that costume, but and yeah, he had his cape. Yeah, he had his. <laughs> he has a cape. Yeah, he had his cape, which is if Lando without a cape is pointless. No, I took off his cape when you know investment when he got into action. So <laughs> long as it's supplemented by a scarf, I think we're good. Yeah, he's, 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 either a cape or a scarf. It's the yeah. only, it's the only way. The this, it's the only way this works. For or me. a space tie. He has a space tie in, <laughs> in a uh, space tie in Solo. It. Yeah, he had like a space tie. Is untied. Or was yeah, that, the scarf. Or was that a scarf? That was the scarf. You're talking about that super thin stripes yeah. looking. Yeah, that was yeah. a scarf. That was a scarf. I think that label is a scarf. Okay. I love this. I love it. There were so many so Landos at uh, at a celebration, and remarkably, there was a lot of ha- Landos with Leias. I think I saw more Landos with Leias than Landos or than Leias with Hans. Did you um? Was it was it original trilogy Lando or original was original Bespin? You didn't see uh, you didn't see a lot I, of a I, lot of I, I solo. Did see, I did see. At least two solo movie young, um, young Landos. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So, um, moving on a little bit from our speculations. Um, well, another pretty much pretty topic, uh, pretty 
prevalent topic in recent uh, in recent weeks has been the establishment of the Disney Plus prices and things of that nature. I'm so excited for this. So I'm so ready. What are the prices? It's like seven bucks a month. It's gonna be six ninety nine, but yeah, it's gonna be six ninety nine. But they're gonna Netflix it up because Netflix is now absolutely Netflix is now going up to twelve ninety nine a month. Um, well, maybe it'll be- become a competitor, and Netflix says, "Oh, we need to compete. Let's lower our prices." If it's anything like what AMC did with their A plus uh, Stubbs subscription, mm-hmm. uh, which both I, Dante, and I think Cole, it's not both. It's then it's all three of us. It's all three of us. <laughs> Don't correct my English. How dare you? <laughs> all three of us adhere to. Um, we need a movie. When, when you sign up for that, it I guarantees. Use it to go, I used it to go see Shazam yesterday. Yeah. I used to see Shazam last week. Same. Um, <laughs> but when you sign up for that, it guarantees the price that you pay for the first year. And yeah. then after that, if pricing changes, they can do that after the first year. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping Disney will do the same thing where it's like six ninety nine for the... Or no, they're going to do... That would... It would make more sense now because they're also offering $69, I want to say. Oh, yeah? For a year? Yeah, for the year. Oh, which is cheaper. Yeah. So it might be better to just pay for the year up front. Yeah. Um, but but the, their catalog that they're talking about having just upon opening sounds amazing, especially the Mandalorian. Oh my Come god, on, Disney! That's how you do it. Okay. A live action bounty hunter. Can I just share? Because I Sorry, saw that Pedro panel. Pascal. Have you guys? Have you guys seen the footage? Have you guys? I've been to the dark side of the internet to of, find it of yes. the Mandalorian. Yeah. I yeah. saw I saw a couple I saw a couple stills. I didn't see any like footage. Okay, so I snuck into that. I totally snuck into that one. Oh my God. I, how dare you? How dare you? You, you had here. to. You were Repop doesn't know how to handle anything. He, Everybody on the random acts of awesomeness here is of upstanding character, with the exception <laughs> of this scoundrel sitting next to me. Yeah, <laughs> I am kind of a you scoundrel. I'm a scruffy looking nerf herder. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's not get too. You're a move milker, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Okay. Reed Pop doesn't know how to handle things. Man. <laughs> all, all their whatevers. I mean, they, I, they just shuffled me in. They're like, yes, but go Dante, in. Dante, it's not the Jedi way. It's not the Jedi hey, way, man. Also, can we, can we just, can we just acknowledge just how nerdy we got? Just yes. about five seconds. Well, ago? now that you're talking about it, it's ruining it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I. All, all I know is I was see, speaking Hatties for a little bit, and it made me really happy. <laughs> well, I got a poster out of it. Yeah, nice. But yeah, I saw some stuff from The Mandalorian. I'm really excited. The final season of Clone Wars as well yes. coming out on there. Super stoked for that. Um, it's a good time to be a Star Wars fan, at least all the stuff that they announced at Celebration, um, which we're going to get into my personal favorite one out of all of it. Uh, the my favorite announcement from Celebration was the Fallen Order. Will this bring you back to an EA game? Look, so here's how this supposedly there's supposed to be no microtransactions. The guy said it very clearly on the stage. He was like, "All those things you hated, microtransactions, <laughs> no multiplayer. It's a single store. It's a single player, story driven like RPG game." That is centered in the Star Wars universe, which is everything that I love about video games. So do we know the last time EA put out 
a single player story driven no multiplayer game? No. Yeah, I can't think of the last one either. Although this is Respawn, correct? Yes. The campaign for Titanfall 2 was awesome. That's what I haven't played Titanfall 2. I hear it's amazing. It was really 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 good. And they do Apex too, right? I believe Respawn does Apex, yeah. But I that that's all multiplayer. Yeah. Like, but still, it's the quality of the game making. That thing make- has melted so many Xboxes, though. Uh, what? Has it melted mine? So here, here's 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 my every uh, EA games are the devil. I hate them. I hate them with every fiber of my being. But you're going back, aren't you? Look. If you want, so I have I had made I had made a <laughs> solemn promise for years that there is only one EA property that I will ever invest my money to into, Bioware? and that's Bioware. And I got burned by Anthem. I enjoy it, <laughs> but it's still it needs work. Uh, oh, Bioware, how you frustrate me so? I just I need a meme of. EA plastered on the face of the Emperor sitting in the throne room in Return of the Jedi, stroking the lightsaber, yeah. and the lightsaber being fallen order, and him being like, yes, you want this, don't you? <laughs> it's so accurate. But I saw, I saw something that was, that was talking about, talking about the fact that it's no multiplayer, no, um, you know, no microtransactions, and someone was like... I don't believe, I don't trust it. I was like, yeah, because you shouldn't. Yeah. Because evidently, evidently, years ago, not years ago, a couple years back, uh, Amy Hennig, the lead writer for um, <clears throat> Uncharted, had was contacted by EA to create a, um, a story-driven Star Wars game, mm-hmm. which... Uh, according to uh, according to sources, she created like this two hour presentation for like the higher ups of EA, and she was really excited about it and was gonna go through like this whole thing. And as soon as like her, as soon as her presentation was done, the first question they asked her was, "Well, <clears throat> FIFA Ultimate Team makes us about two billion dollars a year." Where's that in this? And she's like, that's not that kind of a game. And they were like, nah, we're done. <laughs> so, sounds like EA. Yeah, exactly. It sounds like EA. Because everything that we're... So it's just everything that we're being told about this game sounds like the opposite of EA. It's it's um, backlash because of all the stuff they got for the Battlefronts. Yeah. I mean, to like, be fair, they've suffered like a few back-to-back. Like Anthem... Was a, from what I hear, I, di- I didn't even attempt to look into that game because I'm still, a very budgeted I gamer. <laughs> I still have it. I enjoy it to an extent, but it's by no means perfect. You feel like you're flying around in Star Farmer. Yeah, that is really, really cool. Do. Wow, that is really cool. Like even some of the awkwardness. Yeah, the flying like the ja- like the, <clears throat> the javelins and the the. The combat is really satisfying. The story's a little iffy, and they could do with some uh, interface overhauls, and especially the map. There's only two reasons for me to play a video game, and it's story, and it's playing with my friends. 
Like, if I don't get that same experience of playing Halo on a couch with my friend next to me, I don't care if they're online and we're playing on headset, don't mm-hmm. I? We love yep. to do that. Yes. Catch us on Battlefront 2 if you must. Literally, uh, they would the, literally they would, they would would play Halo in opposite rooms back when we all lived together. Absolutely. Just yes. One's in the living room, the other one's in his room. And I was like, are you guys seriously doing this right now? You could just sit on the couch and play together. Best part of that was I didn't have a mic, so I'd often be yelling into the other <laughs> room at Dante. <laughs> Go left, go left, go left. <laughs> I missed that house. Yeah, uh, that was a great household. But so we <laughs> will. So going back to Fallen Order, I hope EA follows through on their promises because if they do, it could do a lot for their image. They if can. They, didn't if they, they, deli- didn't if they, they lose the license already, though? Uh, I don't know. I think they're still contemplating lose. Like there hasn't been any official news of EA losing the license. The only official news is that Lucas Arts is back. Yeah, nice. well, or will uh, be back. Fallen Order looks good. I mean, uh, the, what we, I saw from the trailer it looks suspenseful. The art is good. They've got like they've got tokens from all the Star Wars movies. You know, it, it's supposed to be what? Like in the original trilogy? No, before the original trilogy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's there cutting up a, a Venator-class capital ship. That's pretty cool. So it's some time after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. There was a there was a Jedi Starfighter. Yeah, there was. Yeah. That was, that was a cool <sighs> little appearance. I think it was the triangular one. To me, it looked like the, uh, the <laughs> TIE Interceptor looking. Did it? Yeah, yeah. It looked like with Actually, the yeah. cog right. piece in the middle. Oh, and the little, like, flare wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of it. Um, What's that, an Ada class? Ada? I have no idea, to be honest. They actually had classes. I looked that up after our last meeting. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> See? See, we're out here educating ourselves for your enjoyment. <laughs> yeah. Because we could talk about Star Wars all day long. But what is what are your, some of your predictions, uh, going back to uh, Disney Plus, actually? What are some of your predictions for the final season of uh, Clone Wars? Huh. Okay, I mean, I think a lot of it they, they revealed they're gonna do the siege of Mandalore. I really hope there's this one sequence, uh, like right after Ahsoka. Oh my gosh, there's gonna be a lot of Ahsoka in this, and I love Ahsoka, but after she left the order in episode in season five, mm-hmm. there was supposed to be this moment in season six where where uh, Obi Wan and Anakin discuss it, you know, and they're like kind of grieving over the loss of Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was, I think there was some previs stuff for it, but I'd love to see them flesh that out finally. And I'm, I'm looking forward to see what happens to Mandalore, why they're silent during the original trilogy. They must have messed that joint up. Yeah, I also, I also yeah. think that, I also think that in the grand scheme of, of Star Wars, uh, since they created the Clone Wars and gave him Ahsoka... I think that the loss of Ahsoka also has a lot to do with Anakin's fall to the dark side as well. It, it, it wow. involves his his yeah. loss in faith of the Jedi Order. Um, it contributes, I think, a lot to his, his, his lack of faith in the Jedi Order after, Absolutely. after a while. That makes yeah. sense. I think it um, also contributes a lot to his uh, understanding that he's not in control. And if there's one thing that we see that is consistent with Anakin's character... It is his lust for control, mm-hmm. constantly. 
I'm kind of getting goosebumps here thinking about when Ahsoka left the Order. That was just such a powerful moment. Yeah. You know? To be honest, that was probably the best capper to a series I've ever seen. The way that they ended it and the credits roll and the music's going and it doesn't end the way that it, all the other episodes have. Um, oh, when that story arc finished yeah, up? Yeah, because that was essentially the last of Clone Wars until we got the the Lost Files or whatever for yeah. uh, Netflix. Yeah. But the thing I'm most excited about is if... There's signs of it because you see the Bad Batch, which is a bunch of clones that aren't like the others. Domino the, Squad. They're definitely in it. Well, Domino's. this would be the end of the Domino Squad story. Ah. Because we have one more Who's Domino left? Squad. Echo. Is he the only one left? I, I believe it's Echo. Because Echo and Fives were turned into ARC Troopers. So is it... Did, it's been so. I need to rewatch. I think there. Was I can't. It I can't rewatch Echo Clone Wars Fives, anymore. or were there three of them that turned into our troopers? It was just Echo and Fives that became clones. Okay. That became the uh, Bad Batch is definitely in this, though. Did you know that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because well, I've actually watched the animatics for the well, the uh, that entire arc. I think I actually saw footage so. for 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 the Bad Batch in this new. So season. I may have just let out a giant spoiler then. Uh, if I'm remembering that arc correctly, but don't the, you, don't you, ah, uh, <laughs> don't you take fives away from me? So, well, no, fives. <laughs> we all know what happened to fives at the end of the Lost Files, right? Oh my gosh! Now I got to go back. And okay, watch. so spoiler movie, right? alert! Spoiler alert! Fives figures out the conspiracy of the right. Chancellor's little microchips and all of the clones' heads. And Order 66. And in his attempt to try and get Rex and Anakin <clears throat> to understand, takes the Chancellor hostage and winds oh. up being shot for it. Right. Um, uh, he doesn't go crazy. My heart. He, he's just put in such a situation where there's no way to explain because it sounds so wacky to everybody else involved. Freaking Darth Sidious, and he man. Does. So... Even more spoiler alert. Well, I don't know because I don't know if the two of you have seen the animatics for this. I, know I have not. This don't, don't you okay, tell okay, me. So I won't you tell te- you how the Bad Batch goes. Don't but the, you dare. The Bad Batch is a conclusion if you are a Domino Squad fan to that entire group, um, and it's very satisfying in my opinion. Ugh. Well, while we're talking about Clone Wars and that kind of thing. Can we uh, just talk about Dave Filoni for a little bit? Absolutely. So, Internet, if you don't know who Dave Filoni is, he was the guy who made the Clone Wars, uh, Rebels. And is also responsible for putting all of our favorite legend stuff into Clone Wars and Rebels. Making legends um, canon. He was... uh, Hammerhead class starships. Hammerhead, yes. (laughs) He was uh, the apprentice of, of George Lucas. George Lucas pretty much said, hey, I want this, and... Filoni made it happen, uh, a pioneer of that of that kind of filmmaking, and um, he was featured a lot during Celebration. He was like on many panels, as he should be. Yes, because he's wonderful. He's like the elder statesman of Lucasfilm, it seems, <laughs> and it's a beautiful thing. I, I I'm just I'm just proud of this guy. I I, I can't wait to see more live action from him. Um, during the Mandalorian panel. Uh, John Favreau described Dave Filoni as his Star Wars Sherpa, his <laughs> Lucasfilm Sherpa. He guided him the pro- through the process of uh, making Star Wars. 
and uh, that was that was quite an honor. I thought, and uh, I'm just I'm just looking forward to what Dave Filoni does next. He's uh, he's a superstar in my eyes, and uh, I love that dude. <clears throat> and uh, Dave Filoni is wonderful. I I remember I I didn't watch Clone Wars for the longest. Me neither. It took me a long time to watch. And it. when I watched it, I immediately fell in love with it because it was wonderful. It's so good. Such good. Such great storytelling. Um, so true to the Star Wars universe as well. Even like the prequel, it it, it does a great job at bridging the gap between two and three. Yeah. Um, it just filled in the universe. Yeah, and it also it, it filled in Anakin becoming the Clone War war hero. Yeah. Yeah. Because and his relationship with Kenobi, yeah, you actually see a friendship there, and every because everyone had heard about it, right? And the but the gap between two and three was so big, yeah, it was that it and it and it's so funny because because of the fact that Anakin was still a Padawan in Attack of the Clones, you didn't realize that, um, in three because it was never it was never explicitly said for the most part uh well it it was kind of but you didn't know that anakin had already gone through the trials you didn't know that he was a fully fledged jedi knight by the by three because he was still with obi-wan so you just so a lot of times you could probably like assume until he talks about you know getting to sit on the council as palpatine's representative that he was already a fully-fledged Jedi Knight, and he was on his way to tr- attempting to become a, a Jedi Master, you know? So I thought that did, that did a great job at explaining, like, their relationship even after the pa- the Master-Padawan relationship ended. So. It just... did, you know what the, the Clone Wars, what that did, it, it just helped... Uh flesh out that character so much it made Anakin a more beloved character they made Ahsoka that's girl from nothing become a beloved character Mm -hmm. Uh, but even more so for Anakin and Obi-Wan it's like they just they were just there's so much more to them you love them so much more because they added so much to their story and also also finding as as you said more more of going back to more of Obi-Wan's story the episode where you find out that he was in love with the Queen of Mandalore. Satine? 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 Yeah. Yeah. Satine Kreez or something? Yes. Kreese, yeah. And you're like, oh, Anakin, look at the parallels. It's literally the same thing. He also fell in love with the Queen. Look Look at the... <laughs> I believe she's a senator, but same exact I mean, problem. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Mandalorian royalty, pretty much. So, yeah. so I was. So, if there's anyone that understands how you feel, it's this guy. There's a ton of Jedi when you like look into the backlog that wound up falling in love and leaving the order for it. <laughs> Even Ahsoka, she fell in love for a moment. She didn't leave the order over it, but yeah. But you know. I mean, it's 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 the it's the entire flaw of the Jedi Order. It's the idea that you're you can rise above your emotions, type of thing. Yeah, I was like, yeah, if you don't let your emotions rule you, there's a difference. But there's you have to acknowledge your emotions and recognize that they're there, and just kind of either embrace them or let them float by, type of thing. So yeah, 
It's where yeah. righteousness and rigidness meet. Yeah. And the Jedi chose rigid, rigidness over righteousness. Over you know yeah. what I mean? Exactly. Um, which is sad. Yep. And I think that's one of my big problems with the name The Rise of Skywalker for the the new trailer is the idea that if we get this new brand, that the Jedi are gone. And the Jedi, to me, are like, that is Star Wars. Yep. You know, that's part of the reason I fell in love with Star Wars, aside from ships. But <laughs> if, if the Jedi and the Sith are gone, and they've been around for thousands and thousands and thousands of years, then what's the new coin for good and evil? You know yeah. what I mean? If we have this new brand of Force users called Skywalkers, are we going to get a new brand of Force users that are against them? Um, I know that the uh, there was a book series called, I think it was the Jedi Academy series, which followed Ben, or not Ben, it followed Jason and mm-hmm. Jaina and Lobaka. And, uh, oh my gosh, I, I used to was read those in Zek. elementary school. I loved them so um, much. All being trained on, what was it, Yavin 4 in the temple there? Yeah. Um, and they never had Sith, but they had the these like dark Jedi yeah. that were students of Luke's and they wound up falling away uh, from the Order. And it's, it's, there seems to be this constant struggle with who is the opposing force after the Sith. Mm-hmm. And I, I, part of me, there's the old school fan in me that doesn't want that to go away. I, I like the Jedi versus Sith mentality. The idea of when passion gets out of hand, that's what Sith are, is they're focused on the here, the now, instant gratification. I need, I want, I must. You know, passion in and of itself isn't bad, but when it gets let loose, that's what Sith become. All-consuming yeah. is the And then problem. the Jedi were all about self-control, uh, maintaining balance within themselves, maintaining a sense of awareness, you know. It's uh, it's essentially, a lot of it was a sense of detachment. Well, that's everything. what it became, yeah. yeah. And that's what we start to see in the prequels. Um, so it to me, there's this... I liked that the Jedi were not perfect and that they had ruined it for themselves, kind of. They did. That's exactly And I'd, I'd like to see Rey make some kind of order that will rectify the mistakes of the Jedi, but I don't want the Jedi to go away. They might not. That's just speculation. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of the things that I wanted to talk about also... Do it. Do it. In, let's see, April, May, June, July, August. Four months. In August? In four whole months, August. Star Wars Land. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Edge. We're all going to Batu. And and we all, and BT dubs, we all live in Orlando. Yeah. Why, why must you hand out my personal information onto the internet, Cole? Why must you do this to me? No. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Good luck trying to find me in Orlando. Yeah. All know. of you three listeners. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Out here. But Galaxy's Edge is, oh my gosh, so Star Wars sh- Land. They showed some footage of like stormtroopers running around a, a Star Destroyer. Mm-hmm. And um, evidently one of the rides you get to pilot the Millennium Falcon. I hear this. Holy yeah. cow. 
So this footage that they showed that looked like it was in a Star Wars movie, or could have been a Star Wars movie, was all filmed in Galaxy's Edge. It's going to look beautiful. It's going to be great. I'm so excited. And also, so you also realize how much Star Wars has ruined you when you cannot pronounce Falcon. It's Falcon. Mm, don't bring this up. It's, <laughs> it's, I know. I don't care. I don't care. If what the I, heck is an aluminum falcon? <laughs> <laughs> aluminum falcon. Because if I say the word millennium and it's not followed by falcon, 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 I get her out on the falcon. Yeah, get her out on the falcon. If, if it's not followed by that, then I've just wasted a moment of my life. That's how I feel about it. Because it's just, it's just wonderful. I just love that that bird exists somewhere in Star Wars, mm-hmm. and it's probably like this giant monstrosity of a monster. A falcon? Yeah. Uh, evidently, it's nothing like what we know in, uh, here on Earth. Evidently, they're going to have like porg dolls on sale. Dude, there's going to be merchandise that will only be available there. You're going to be able to build your own lightsaber. Oh my gosh. You have no idea how excited I am. They need more options because I saw what they had. And part of me was kind of like, no. Well, they they have they have like a build your own lightsaber thing in uh in uh, Epcot. Yeah, but that's those little plastic things. Yeah, I want these are going to be metal. There needs these to things be are going to be official... legit. I'm gonna beat somebody to death with it. They, they need to be like <laughs> saber forge and yeah. uh, ultra sabers. Ultra saber quality. Yeah, they they definitely need dueling quality lightsabers that are actual Star Wars brand. Oh, and, hold on. Let's uh, let's let's save the dueling quality for the <laughs> internet because I definitely don't want to go to Galaxy's Edge and have some punk kid decide to pull out his lightsaber and if, challenge the kid next to me and then just start swinging in line. Yeah. I, that that would ruin my Disney experience. <laughs> Still like, you know. But I, I all, all I ask is that whenever you light it for the first time, Duel of the Fates plays in the background. <laughs> you know what? If I were crafting this, the moment you enter that store and you decide to buy your lightsaber, mm-hmm. put the full price of the lightsaber into your kyber crystal. So you go to the counter, you buy your kyber crystal, which allows you to then go to this other area where you can just assemble your lightsaber. Yeah. So if you decide to get like the double-sided, then you're paying for two kyber crystals. If Mm. you're just going to get a regular one, you choose your color. All right. Here's your $125 kyber crystal. (laughs) Welcome to the other room where you put whatever you want around it. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Da, da, (laughs) da, da, da. I'm looking so forward. So I'm actually practicing my Urobesh just to be able yeah. to see if I'll find any like secret rooms or anything while I'm there. Coca-Cola and Urobesh. Looks pretty cool. Yeah. They look like grenades. Yes. The, the new soak soda cans that they're gonna have at this park, they look like grenades as opposed to little droids. Yeah. yeah. Just like shake it up, pop the top, and toss it into a crowd. <laughs> Cole is still lightsaber fighting with his mic over there. So when are we uh, renewing or getting our Star Wars annual passes? Well, now I have to get one, and I don't want to. I'm planning on doing it probably sometime next year. I don't plan on going to the park this year for August that. Rush. Yeah, or August rush. is going to be terrible. Yeah. First of all, never go to um, Disney in August. It's hot, and all of America is there. <laughs> it's not good. It's the not good. best time. To go to Disney ever is early February. Right when school gets back into session so you don't have to deal with all the kids. 
Right when hole works back in, you don't have to worry about. Uh, all you really get is some of the snowboard snowbird tourist. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, it's cool outside. It's not too hot. You know, I used to believe in slow seasons, but from what I've been hearing for the last couple of years is that there's yeah, they're no deteriorating. longer a slow season at Disney. Yeah, because all of Orlando <clears throat> pretty much has annual passes now. Yep. Well, we have reached about an hour or so. Does anyone have anything else to add? Have you seen Resistance? No. So I finally finished Resistance, another Dave Filoni creation. Mm-hmm. He didn't like have a day to day on it, but he he like you know told them what it was gonna be. What's it? What's it on? Um, the Disney Channel. You can get it on Amazon Prime. You can buy it on Amazon Prime. That's what I did. The Dark is- Web. <laughs> Or, yeah, over there. <laughs> Dark Side of the Force. Oh, yeah. Well, You're talking bad about yeah. interesting Okay. I never, ever stated. I didn't realize that, that I was I doing. to be a Jedi. I didn't I realize that, that I'm doing them. my podcast with criminals. Not me. <laughs> Repop's not the law. You can't prove it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it was great and um, very anime inspired. In fact, at, at Celebration, they said this twice that was. Inspired by Robotech, they name dropped Robotech twice in two mm-hmm. different like settings, and I'm like, whoa, quite a coup for Robotech. Mm-hmm. Macross, they also said Macross in one of them. Nice. If you so. have not watched Robotech, do yourself a favor and check out some awesome '80s cartoon with rock and roll and a ton of giant robots just destroying each other. We had a whole Space conversation opera. on on giant robots. Before this podcast even started, yeah, I love for it, their love for Robotech, my love for Zoids, Zoids, Zoids. But that's a whole conversation for another day. But watch your Robotech, the original version. It's almost on every streaming, whatever. Watch it. All right. Well, we thank you guys for joining us this early, early, early morning for me, anyway. I'm usually asleep still at this time. It's my bedtime. Yeah. But thank you so much for joining us today. As always, be kind to each other, love each other, and we will see you again soon. Alright, for real. I remember the rest. See you guys. Bye.